2: This is the best of two pros in a couple of
1: Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. There were a lot of people who were a little bit curious as to why the San Francisco 49ers would have been favored on Whoa. the road Whoa. at Philly. Whoa. And then we got our answer.
0: <laughs> well, Philly, Philly was showing brotherly love. You know, they they they, they welcomed them into Philly and said, "Hey, do whatever you want to do, man. We just want uh, you to enjoy yourself while you're here." That was an ass whooping that turned into an ass whooping that I didn't Jeez. think was going to happen. Jeez, I I I got to tell you, man, it was uh pretty exciting, pretty exciting to see. And uh, <laughs> when you when you think about the magnitude of a game like the Niners and the Eagles, both teams trending in the right positions uh, in the right directions, as you should say. And the conversation was which one of these teams is the most dominant team. And and you're talking about dominant in the sense of best in the league. And I would have thought it would have been the Eagles. I would have thought the Eagles would have bullied and pushed around the 49ers and, I'm not going to say that the 49ers were fools gold because I don't think that they're fools gold. I think that they're a really good team. I just did not believe that they could go into Philadelphia and play well enough to win that game. Oh, they did. Yes, play they well did. enough. Yeah, I mean, yes, my God. Yes, they did. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they're they're the best team in the league. That, I mean, after last night, you can't. I don't know that that's up for debate. Especially the Kansas City Chiefs doing what they did. Who else are we we looking at as Baltimore. outside of Philly? Baltimore, oh. but they're on a bye.
2: <clears throat> yeah, I guess you yeah, could
0: say both. Yeah. The, the Niners were very impressive last night, to say the least.
2: I mean, if you look at their losing streak, too, it, it was when they were kind of banged up. They were. Right? Yeah, Didn't have were. Debo, didn't have Trent Williams.
0: Yeah, yeah. I McCaffrey just... was banged up a little bit at the time. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I get it. I get it. Purdy was, was, was you know, he was, he was dealing with his head. I mean. Uh, I'll, I'll say this much. <clears throat> Kyle Shanahan deserves more credit. <sighs> wow. He is so good
2: at getting, like, I, 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 this is, This doesn't take away from Brock Purdy's performance. Like, I feel like, or any other player for that matter. But I feel like every time you say this, like, people are like, well, well that Brock Purdy's just a game manager. He's a system quarterback. It's like, no, dude. Like, both things can be true. You can have Kyle Shanahan setting up Brock Purdy to make plays and deliver, and then Brock Purdy has to execute. Like, both things can be true. But Kyle Shanahan is a mastermind. Like we were sitting there, I was sitting there watching with some buddies, and they're like, "Dude, why is everyone so wide open?" I go, "Well, I mean, if it's zone coverage, Shanahan off play action, the different shifts and motions and movement with the personnel, he knows how to get, like, how to create windows for whoever they're trying to target." I was like, "Brock Purdy really doesn't have to work through past his second progression because usually number one there, is if number one's not there, two's there, and then if it's man to man, it's no different. They formulate things up." they find the mismatch I mean he he threw a ball underneath I want to say one time it was to to Juwan Jennings who he came out of like a stack alignment kind of outside released and they came right back underneath the receiver who was releasing up the field there was no shot Like I think it was Ricks, and he had no shot of being able to cover him because he was already five yards off him because he was playing off. And then once he got caught up in the in the stack alignment with the other guy and his DB releasing downfield, there was no shot. It It was like it's an easy pitch and catch, easy big time completion, and that was time and time and time again. Like I go back to his comments about the whole spread. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. I don't. I don't, I don't really know much about that stuff, right? <laughs> he knows everything about that. Like that was an example of, all right. You guys think you're good. Let me just pull help. Let me pull my my A game, huh? And 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 by doing that, he just he upsets. You know, maybe some uh, some some paisans. You know, Big Dom, Big Dom Nissandra over there oh, in the uh, over there in the sidelines for, for Philly.
1: What what a
0: fun game though. Because he went to Penn State. Big Dom, Big Dom. Yeah, we went to school together. Really? You talk about Dom DeSandro. Big, big Dom used to wear like six T-shirts at school, man. Like he really wanted to be big and used to wear Timberlands. That's all our, that's I read- super dope dude, like really cool dude. Seems like a cool dude. Really cool dude. Did he, he play ball? No. And I used to always see him be like, why you don't play, man? And he's like, ah, man, you know I got to get to these classes, you know, got to get to the gym. I look at him and be like – Let's see one. Two, so you go to the gym like four or five times a day, Dom. <laughs> that's why you got four or five shirts on.
1: Big Dom um, though, cool dude. So uh, Kyle Shanahan spoke after the game about that whole skirmish between Big Dom, who got a uh, nice ovation from the crowd as he left, and Drake Greenlaw, who had the little back and forth and the uh, the the shove in the face, and Drake Greenlaw was ejected and Big Dom was thrown out. Here was Kyle Shanahan. Oh yeah, that's why. I- tried my hardest not to lose my mind hopefully I didn't embarrass myself too bad but yeah once I I didn't get to see it all from where I'm at but when I start hearing people explain it to me and stuff and I just can't believe someone not involved in a football game um, can taunt our players like that and put their hands in our guys face and um, from what I was told um, Dre did it back to him and I was told that he kind of m- mashed him in the face a little bit so he got ejected but um, it was a it was a very frustrating play I got to watch it to have a true opinion on it but um, I loved how we rallied after it. I just love that these teams can't stand each other. It it, it's it, real, was. It's it is it is a real really, bad can, blood. Can, can
2: I be real too? Where, where it starts? I think Nick Sirianni is so fiery, and I think it like I think it I think it makes a lot of people upset. And I think there's only only a couple teams that can do anything about it. One, San Francisco, and the other one's Dallas. And I think. Like, they're, like the, his antics sometimes, I think, really tick off coaches and players. I, I really do. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> it, it, and the stuff he does, it really upsets them. And so I think it adds a little fuel to the fire. And I love it. I personally – I mean, I love Nick for who he is as a coach and person. But I also think it definitely plays a role in all this.
1: And it's also the, the Eagles fan base – are are borderline obnoxious, and they piss a lot of people off as well, too. And it's like uh, these teams probably want to go in there and beat them so bad in front of their
0: fans. And they're not physical enough to do it. You don't have what it takes to do it. And Ooh, that's what makes it. Friend did. Yes, they did. And that's. The, I think that that's what makes them more dislikable is that you know – what they're coming out with and and how they're going to handle themselves, the fan base and all, and you can't do anything about it. I hate the Fly Eagles Fly song. I I absolutely hate that song. Hate how it. does that song go? I don't care. I I hate that. You song. You really
2: don't even know how it goes. Yeah, but you hate I do.
0: It. I do. Yeah. Can, I, you, uh, can you hit tell me them how it goes? high? Hit them low. Way to go! Watch that something go. Fly eagles fly on the pathway to Vector And then some other efforts go. E A G L E S. At least the ones that can spell it, you know. Oh, oh geez. come on! Wow. You know. Well, I mean, wow. it's, it's it's been Damn. put on social media. Some people will. That is true. They that will true. botch the the spelling of it, and sometimes it's kind of funny to see if somebody's going to pull it together. That is true. And pull it all the way through with the with the letters, but. You know I, I thought that was a interesting preview of if you're going to be a team in the NFC playoffs, what it's going to look like for you, I would be showing my team's clips of this game and I would be saying if we don't find a way to prepare and and play at a at a level of this this height will will ultimately fall victim to one of these two teams. I would start that process now of introducing the fact that this is the time where you have to step up the level of your preparation, the the amount of care you're taking care of yourself and how you're doing that, your self-care. And your mental preparation, and you got to practice the way you need to practice. If I'm the Detroit Lions, I'm looking at this game. If I'm any other team that that may have Dallas, if I'm Dallas, because um, I think Dallas could actually, and we'll see them play against the Eagles. I think Dallas is the one team in in, in the NFC. I don't know. I don't yeah, know how it. I feel about. I don't know how I feel about Detroit but I think Dallas is the one team the way Dak is playing and the defense that they have and the balance that they have on offense that can actually uh you know unseat one of these these two teams but that's that's the level you're going to have to play play at. That was a playoff caliber game that you watched if you saw that San Fran um Eagles game last evening. When when they
1: went down 6 nothing the Niners What was your guys' thought at that time? Because my thought was, wow, here we go again. Like, this is, there's there's something here. Like, they just, they they can't win. Injuries are not the the factor this time. They just can't win in Philadelphia. And the next thing you know, I I look up and it's 21 6. I, I didn't.
2: I mean it was 6 nothing. they had field goals It was. I, I didn't think anything from that honestly
1: I, I just looked at it and was like man so maybe Brock Purdy just can't deal with a team to this level and next thing you know he's just slicing and dicing they go down 11 plays 85 yards and it's like okay here we go I, Like,
2: I, I thought what they did was they said we're not going to let Christian McCaffrey outright beat us by himself mm. and then as they opened things up in the passing game then things opened up you know running the football too and then also, in the passing game too, McCaffrey. So I thought it was more of like they kind of had to throw, like they they forced Brock Purdy to make some plays to open things up, and then you're like, oh damn, okay, like there's everything's opened up. I mean, it, it, I mean, and that's that's probably been the weakness too, to Lavar's point about where Dallas could could beat Philly this week is if you look at the weakness, like the secondary has not played that great. Mm-hmm. for philly mm-hmm. we know how good they are their defensive front is but you can beat them on the outside and beat them yeah and that's where like you look at this week's matchup Then cd lamb and brandon cooks and that group like they're going to be able to make some plays against them there's no doubt what Dak's playing right now so th- this could be that stretch of games for the eagles where they've got to find a way of you know recouping, and, and I also felt like based on their schedule before that, what was it like? Kansas City, Dallas, Buffalo, I and mean, they were playing their third game in 13 days. Tough spot, yeah. You just felt like eventually Philly was gonna get worn down a little bit from their schedule and from the season and their physical style of play, and, and that was probably a bit of that too as far as what what factored into that game.
0: I love they got their asses whipped last night because Man. if they if they see each other in the playoffs, that is going to oh, be a It would have been way I think it would have been much different if Philly won. I think because of what happened in the playoffs last year and now the 49ers actually being able to stand on business and say I told you. Like we Man. told you. If we had everybody and everybody You've was healthy. You been
2: big about the standing on business lately.
0: My son has me on that. My yeah. son has me saying that stand up, on business. Like, Kino. Kino, Kino is the one. What
1: up, I, Kino? Uh, Monty,
0: Monty Bear is what I call him. Yeah. Um, what up, Monty Bear? I'm old, man. He's 23. He's gonna be 24 in in May. Um, like, incredible. what does that even mean? Like, aren't you always standing on your business? Yeah, but it's it's like it's like a new saying that these young men use these days. Stand on business. Like, it's like if you say you're going to do something, do it. You do it. And yeah. if you've done it, then it's like I'm standing on business. Like, I'm standing on it. And and huh. they did it. They did it. They called it. They went in there, and they blew them out. They didn't just beat them. They, they thumped them. And and so Do the now,
2: 49ers have a song, by the way?
0: I don't know. Do they? I don't know. It should have been fly, Niners, fly. <laughs> hit them high, hit them low, and watch them Niners go. Fly, Niners, go on the
1: pathway to victory. N I N E R S, Niners! Niners! Now, Brady, does that a fan base in Northern California strike you as a fan base that would have a chant like that uh, for at Niner games or no? Like uh
2: no no in fact here's what I'd love to do uh, if, if LaVar, if you can humor me okay all right I, I need you to do <laughs> I need you to do a Mike McDaniel's press conference okay uh, impression but I want you to think of it like you're doing it for a 49ers fan
0: uh, okay well well here's the thing about the game last night we really did want to get into the AI and the matrix and the algorithm of what it was that was going to take place for us to be able to run our modem in the most quick manner and just yeah. show that we were just technically better and more advanced than what those guys, the Neanderthals that live and reside in <laughs> in the state of Pennsylvania, the, the the, the eastern side of it. And, you know, we just wanted to really just kind of make sure that we were downloading the plays quickly enough so that we could execute on a very high level. And, well, it worked out very well for us tonight.
1: Yeah, it sounds like a Niner fan. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds exactly like him, as a matter of fact. I, I put my. I Wait. Put, there dude, is, there's a Niner song? Let, let's hear this uh-oh, crap. Uh-oh.
0: Oh, yeah. This is 80s for sure. Yeah. 49ers. This is
1: Candlestick. This isn't uh, Levi's Yeah, Stadium. this isn't... Yeah. Oh, wow.
2: This is Santa Clara.
0: Uh-huh. You know? We're dynamite. We're dynamite.
1: Yeah, that was candlestick. Yeah.
0: Guess who I saw when I got off of the, speaking of of the Bay Area and all that stuff, guess who I saw when I came off of the uh, jet going, coming back from the Pac-12 championship? Who? E-40. Really? What? I no saw kidding. E-40. He was like, hey, how are you doing, man? You know, Everything good with you today? Hey, you good? I was like, you, the homie, cuz. Straight, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> straight goat. So up you? Respect. He was like, Yeah, hey, everything is copacetic. You know what I mean, make sure you have a good day on your way home. I was like, Yo. I looked at my son. I was like, You don't even know who this is, but bro, yeah, dap that, him up. That,
2: that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't take a lot of these younger people sayings because I'm like, you guys don't even know who, like, created all this stuff. Like, who people, they, like, they don't know history. Man. I feel
0: like today's youth, like, does not know history. It's like right, what's right in front of you. The business yeah. that they stand on is right in front of them. You know what I mean? They only go back as far as, like, like well, some of them will, like, look at, like, that some of them. But it's crazy. I was playing a song the other day, and on God, the kid didn't know who it was. And it was Method Man and Red Man. I was like, Man. how do you not know who they are? How you not was know it who Method? is? The Rockwilder. Was. Wilder, what were you playing? It was the Rock you yeah, know it, they, that's a they, great someone. beat. Because you know that's where I got all mammal from. Lift my shirt up, all mammal. That's yeah. that's the song it's from. But and they he didn't know who it was. I was like, bro, this is crazy. It's yeah. just crazy. See,
2: by the way, you know Jonas knew that song you were talking about too. I you mean, know, if I, if you know I heard Rockwilder? it, if I heard yeah. it, I would know.
0: Yeah, it. yeah. But yeah I don't know, know the title.
1: Him. He he would have made fun of it. Yeah, interesting. All right, well.
0: I mean, if we. But that was it, pretty cool. I saw you. for It, it probably it,
1: stinks, but if we, you know, if you want to play the it,
0: Rottweiler, sure re- yeah, I'm sure I recognize. No, nah, it doesn't stink. That'd be a
1: good workout song for you, Jonas. You
0: got yeah, it, y'all. Please. Y'all got the Rottweiler by by Meth and Red. Anyway, um, yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool, and well, while they may be sophisticated and and definitely on business in in uh, Silicon Valley, uh, the Bay Area. uh they, they definitely issued out a, a prehistoric Neanderthal ass-whipping to, yeah, to the Philadelphia
1: Eagles. Look so. damn good. There's always that. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Uh, Our friends listening in Wisconsin, uh, listening statewide, uh, congratulations. You appear to have found another quarterback. Jordan Love looks good, man. Like, he looks good. They look completely different than they did earlier in the season. And this looks like a team that's going to be a playoff team when it's all said and done as they get it done over the Kansas City Chiefs last night. And... They they can cry about calls late in that game all they want. Jordan Love was slicing and dicing. There were that bad defense. calls both ways. Yeah, yeah.
2: fish hitting's awful. were yeah, bad calls. I mean, that's, that's that's been the case all year. So I I don't want to waste time talking about that. He uh, I would say this. You know, Jordan Love has had to kind of evolve into the quarterback they need him to be, in order for them to be competitive. Like he's he's had to this year. Without him, like they're probably not still in the conversation right now for the playoffs. And I'll put it this way. Go look at his first before this game, his first 11 starts and go look at, you know, the the, the season and go look at Rogers eerily similar. Like win loss record stats touched, I mean, it's, it's a, it's uncanny almost. And you start to see some of the things of the unique arm talent he has and, and his ability to extend a play. But He's starting to get a much better feel and flow and rhythm for this offense, too. So um, you give Jordan Love a ton of credit. And, and obviously the Packers, too, for kind of seeing it through and obviously seeing talent in a guy that they thought with time they could develop. And, and I also think it's a case study for a lot of quarterbacks out there. You know, who he he's sat behind Aaron Rodgers, was able to learn for a few years, and then is able to get in there and excel and, and look like he's going to be the guy. We saw that with Mahomes, sat for a year, learned from Alex Smith, got his opportunity and to win an MVP. But it seems like we're so apt to rush these guys into play, and organizations can't take the pressure and stress, if things don't go well, of letting that guy sit and learn and develop. You know, Packers are in a unique situation. They did it with Aaron, and now they're doing, they are did it with Jordan Love, and it seems like it's, it's going to work out. But not many other organizations have the ability to do that because the guy they've got him, since, you know, sitting there learning from, isn't going to be. Isn't going to be a you know first ballot Hall of Famer.
0: Mm. Well, sorry for you, Zach Wilson. You you got Aaron Rodgers later, and now you don't get the benefits of getting the opportunity to learn, mature, and then get out there and closing the you know, go through Go through all of the growing pains of having learned from a guy like Aaron Rodgers. Um, Jordan Love looked really good, man. He looked poised. He looked like the moment wasn't too big for him. I, I almost feel like the Kansas City Chiefs come into games this year or anymore where you have to play the reputation before you even play the team. And if you allow for for that daunting feeling of, man, we got to deal with Kansas City, there's Patrick Mahomes right there, oh, here's Chris Jones, da-da-da, so on and so forth, they didn't look, Green, Green Bay that is, look in the least bit bothered that they were playing against one of the best teams in the league.
1: Matt LaFleur's career record in December is now 16-0. and I mean,
0: he was dialing them up. He was dialing up some good plays. The defense were, was playing playing balanced defense. They they kept them in front of them. Um, it was it was a great it was a great looking game plan that that Green Bay had, and they executed. And listen, it was a tight game, and it you know they ended up getting that late turnover that kind of opened it up a little bit, but. It didn't look like they were outmatched at any point in time to look at that game and come out of it and say, ah, that was just one of those trap games, which it could have been. But I I, I look at this this Green Bay team and I feel like they're trending in the right direction. They're sitting at 500 right now, but it's a 500 team that actually is trending in the right direction we I didn't even see was Aaron Jones I, I, I don't I want to say I didn't no. see Aaron Jones no. right he wasn't hey, out there right Dillon. yeah I mean yeah hey. Dylan uh, and early on we talked about how quiet Dylan was in terms of his they weren't using him at all early on and Dylan was like he, he was getting it in out there last night so they look pretty good go ahead, go ahead, Q well I was just
2: gonna say also, um it's it's kind of a sign of things, right? Jordan Love uh looks like he's he's gonna be just fine there in Green Bay. The the Chiefs on the other hand, not so much. And uh a, a first occurred last night. It was the first loss the Chiefs have uh, have suffered with uh Travis Kelsey's girlfriend in in, in the building. Oh, is it so, really? Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. interesting. Huh.
2: So I'm just going to say, I mean yeah.
1: I didn't even know she was there. Yeah. They showed yeah. her. You wanna know how I found out she was there? Ryan Harris, the great Ryan Harris, was on the call on the radio. My I was guy. listening, and uh, he pointed out. By the way, it should be noted, Taylor Swift is in attendance for uh, for the listeners. Out
0: did they show her face? Like, did they show her? I don't recall seeing her. Don't know, but I know she was there. Yeah. You know what's interesting, though? The contract probably ran out. So it would be interesting to see how, you know, like how we're not doing certain reads right now. Taylor Swift's contracts. Her her contract with the reeds and and the why you face why you make them faces I don't call them reeds just
1: uh like we we just you know talk and wax we don't work here about... for free
0: we don't work for free so if you don't hear us reading there's a chance that we might not be on air. I believe it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. You better be, get your ass to reading pretty soon. I, here. I no, that's it.
2: hey, that's not Jonas uh, Lavar. Jonas would be, be sitting there with a little broadcast antenna, uh, having himself just sit there and, and you know do sports talk that's on radio I for got. free. Yeah, that's, that's all, all he's God. got, man. Cool.
0: Yeah. Wow. It's I, always about man. It's a contract year for us, man. I, I listen. You better stand on business, my g. <laughs> get you better get your ass to read. Don't, don't so. do it. Don't no. just stand on business. <laughs> <laughs> <Come>
1: um, on. <laughs> stand
0: on her, hey. Hey, her contract wore out, man. It's, it's run out, and that's that's what it is. This was purely uh, a plant out. Media of, buy.
2: You're saying she hit the transfer portal or she's uh, going to? Or I mean, she, I, I, that well, you,
1: that's what I was getting to. Go ahead. Do you think ahead. she's ever been to Green Bay in her life? Like I say, has she ever thought like, hey, let's put on a show in Green Bay? You think ever? Probably not. Thought about it? That was a one. I mean, go. maybe
0: during I a know, football season, like Milwaukee. Yeah, or something. Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee might make sense.
1: Hey, Lee, do you have uh, an update on your desire to get a Jordan Love jersey? Is that going to happen at any time soon, or what?
0: Uh, you know, Christmas is around the corner. It could happen. It is around the corner. Oh,
1: are I, you asking for it by, by saying it like that? I I haven't put it on my wish list, but uh, it might make its way. You know, what I found yesterday was a Dorsey Levin's jersey in my oh my old that's a name. childhood that's closet. A, that's that's good name to pull out now. now that yesterday. Are you going to go uh, home or away for the Jordan Love jersey? Home. I'll go home. Oh, okay. Really? You know, I don't think I have any away jerseys, any away Packers jerseys.
0: Speaking of first, wasn't that the first game that uh, did they say Patrick Mahomes played in Green Bay? Is that true? Is Was that yeah, his he, first time playing there? I think so. Was it really? I huh. think so. That was an interesting tidbit that that was the first time that he had played there. Um, man, not a first... A great first impression on them i'll, I'll tell you that i mean they,
1: they have not looked right all year i don't, I mean look I'll, I'll take my chances with Mahomes and that defense in the playoffs and that's fine but offensively it has not it, looked it good
0: definitely i definitely heard your voices in my head while i was watching the game like it definitely doesn't look scary to play the chiefs anymore no. it, it, it doesn't look like the same team where it's like you just don't have a chance and so what does that mean? Like, it's it certainly, uh, you see teams that are trending in the right directions. We, you know, Houston, we'll get to all these these games, I guess, pretty much. But you see some of these teams, Jacksonville um, and, and Baltimore could take that next step. Uh, I don't know if we'll talk too much about Buffalo. I don't know. I, again, I think they hit their ceiling. But there are some teams out here that you look at in the AFC and, and it's like, the guard could change. It could be some new names of teams outside of Baltimore that we say, like Jacksonville, could become a new team that becomes a dominant name that that we say anymore. Uh, l- looking at uh, what what we're talking about with uh hell, well, who'd I just say? What was the other? You game? just said Jacksonville. And ja- Jacksonville, there's one. There's another one out there that's trending in. The, oh yeah, Houston, Houston, the Texans. We could see some of these teams that have been seller dweller teams turn into the more you know celebrated you know feared teams that are in the, in the league and on the, or the AFC side of, of the coin.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of two pros in a cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar errington and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m Eastern, 3 a.m Pacific. Oh, and, uh, no, there here we, we go. go.
0: <laughs> here we go. Hey, you
1: know what? Get them in and while you can. Q, hey,
0: look. Me and Q have been on the same page the entire show, and I know this is where we're going to go wrong. Listen, here we go. Uh,
1: get them in while you can, because this is the last year we're really going to be able to have a serious, serious debate about a team that can legitimately make the case that they should be one of the four best, not getting in, and that would can, be Florida State.
2: Can I give you? Um, just just some firsts, all right, because like, I, I, maybe it's not very well known. So here's the tough part for the committee. They were going to have to do things that were unprecedented, and they, and they did things that were unprecedented in the 10-year span we've had the college football playoff. They had to choose between either not having an SEC champ as a part of the college football playoff. They've, they've always had one or not having an undefeated conference champ. They've all it's it's they've always had an undefeated Power 5 conference champ, all right? They were going to have to move a couple of teams in the final rankings up further than they've ever moved them. And in this case, Alabama to 4 and Texas to 3. That's further than they ever moved them in one single spot. And in fact, they've never dropped a team that was number 1 outside the top 4 when they had the penultimate rankings to the final ranking. So there was a lot of things that occurred where I feel like there was a ton of pressure on the college football playoff committee to make this work. So in the end, it wasn't an easy decision, and we can debate about it all we want, but I'll generally just start off by saying this, all right? If you tell every single team of every Power 5 conference, look, boys, here's the goal. We go undefeated we're going to be in it to play for a national championship. Is that currently true
0: in no, college football? Cl- clearly it's not.
2: And why is that? Well, uh, obviously, well, it's an it's, easier answer than maybe where you're about to go. How uh, many how many power 5 conferences were they coming into this this college football playoff?
0: Coming in? Yeah. Four. No, five. It's power five but only four no, 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 if you hold, get on, in. hold on.
2: No. And that's the point.
0: Is even if you had
2: undefeated Power Five champions from all five conferences. Correct. Someone gets left out. Now that's true. And and so the reason why I bring that up is because this has never been fair. I've said this since day one when they created a four-team playoff, and you had five Power Five conferences. Is there was an illusion? This whole thing concocted by ESPN and this College Football Playoff committee. It was all for TV, folks. Like, any of you who are going to take this ridiculous stance of how upset you are, and I work with Danny Canal. He's a huge Florida State, obviously, alum and supporter, and he was all emotional about it. Like, I get it. I, I feel supporter. awful for the, those players. I feel awful. I, I said yesterday when I was working, I said, look, the worst part about this is at, at some point, Jordan Travis is probably going to feel awful. Like, his injury impacted this, which it did, but, like, it's out of his control. And yet... Like, he puts out a tweet where you're doing, no, man, like, like you shouldn't feel that way. So, it, it's awful for Mike Norvell. It's awful for, for Florida State. But there's, there's also this, like, illusion that it was ever going to be fair and equitable in the first place to teams. It never has been. I mean, hell, the very first year. Because the Big 12 conference couldn't figure out who their one true champion was, because they had co champions between TCU and Baylor. Guess what happened? Neither got in. And instead, Ohio State, who had a backup quarterback named Cardale Jones, who wiped the floor with Wisconsin 59 to nothing, ended up getting put in. And what happened that year? They went on to win a national championship. To me, the biggest difference was you did not see that from Florida State since Jordan Travis's injury. This I know we want to look at their body of work, but if we're being honest, you, you can't because they're just not the same team. And, and the college football playoff committee has put that. It's on their website. If you don't believe me, go look it up. No, it's up there. It's, it's up best there. four teams, and it says if key players are unavailable and there's no one more key than a quarterback, and if he was playing, it, they probably would be in. But the way they've looked okay, then who's without out? him?
0: If he's in, who's out?
2: If he's in, who's Texas. out? Texas? Uh, yeah. it, it, it probably would have been Bama, actually.
1: You think so? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they beat him head-to-head
2: because Texas had it would have been Florida State at 3 and Texas at at 4 which by the way as soon as they revealed Texas at 3 it was done yeah they didn't need they didn't need to go through the you know the antics of, of 5 and 4 because once they put Texas there I was like oh
0: you knew Alabama had to be in they had to they, they be had behind to be them. one SEC team. and
2: if you were going to put Florida State in you would have put them at 3 and you would have put then a one loss conference champ in Texas at 4 and Bama at 5 so that there was already a wrap but I, I will say this. The the comments from Boo Corrigan, who when he gave you the tea leaf of what ultimately decided it, he said, we do factor in what a coach thinks as far as who I'd want to play and who I wouldn't want to play. And I would say this. If you saw the Michigan no. clip that went viral, <laughs> they were not excited about having to play Alabama in the semifinal round. And that tells you everything you needed to know. They They tried to make – this a made-for-TV show, they tried to put together the best four teams they thought could play off based on their criteria and however they want to justify it to play off for a national championship. It's not fair. I understand that the sadness and everything from Florida State, but if we're being honest with ourselves, it'll be more competitive games now with these four teams.
0: I, I don't buy it. I know we you you took the 11 of, of the 12 to, to explain it, but in one minute I'll say I don't buy it. If a team is going to have the ability to recruit and the opportunity to bring in elite players to their program, you should be able to bring them in under the premise that if you do everything we tell you to do and you do it how you're supposed to do it. Well, they will next year. And you do it the right way and you go undefeated, you should have the opportunity, whether you had a significant injury take place or not. All those guys put in that hard work. All those guys put in that sacrifice, and they did what they were supposed to do. They took down everybody that was lined up in front of them. And that's not the case for two of the teams that are in the playoff. Whether we want two to call the them. Two. Two have one loss. Well, two wait, of the teams wait. that are in the playoff. Hold on. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just giving my reasoning. You you had your time. I, I just want to take two minutes to say. Well, no, I'm asking, from, what, who, 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 Texas, why would you bump Texas, out those two? Well, because they have a loss. They have a loss, and I'm I'm looking at the fact that you have a so team. So where are you going to put it? So hold on, hold on, hold on. You're
2: going to put in Florida State. I get that. Yes. Who are you putting outside of Florida State? Liberty.
0: Well, no, no, no. I'm not Liberty. Is what what conference is Liberty in? Exactly. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Conference I'm USA. Not, I'm not worried. They're 13 0, though. I'm not worried about Liberty getting, in. that that doesn't bother me one bit. That they're not on the level of if well, you then would, who is who is your fourth team? So Florida would you State. Florida State would need to go in. And and whoever lost that, the fact that you had two teams that played head to head, and yeah. one lost to the other one, then the other one should be out. I think there's more of a a symptom of we heard we heard Saban say last year, "Tell me one team that's in the playoff that we're not better than," and he made a real big stink about it. I think stuff like that exists. They yeah. they won in the championship round. God bless you. Won the SEC, but if you're asking me, is it? <laughs> Is Alabama better than Georgia? They were better than them in that game. Are they better than them overall? I don't think too many people gave Alabama a shot at beating Georgia. To your point, Georgia would probably be favored versus everyone who's in the playoff. Exactly. Yeah. So how are we saying we got the four best teams in there? Because Georgia's probably better than, than Texas. I think that's where you're missing what I'm saying is no, I got you. I, I, I got. I, no, I totally understand what you're saying. I'm just saying, for me, from the humanistic side of it, that's wild as hell to be at Florida State. Florida yeah. State. That's like that's like saying, "Q, you're at Notre Dame, and y'all went undefeated, and because of X, Y, and Z factors, you don't get to play for a national title because you're but, not considered to be the best it, team."
2: Yeah, and here's what I'd say to that is. We don't play a conference championship game, so Notre Dame understands that there's no guarantee in this format that they would get a shot even as undefeated as playing for a a championship because they don't have that 13th game indicator. It's it's Uh, in the criteria. It's not there. And in the years that they've had one loss, you always feel like it's huge behind the eight ball because you don't have that. Undefeated season that gives you that shot. So I, I understand the point you're making. I, what I'm, what I'm trying to hammer home to people is, this has never been about absolutely the getting the best. Four yeah, that's
0: teams. that's correct. And it's I, always I, I been get about,
2: yeah. justifying with a made-for-TV event how they get these four teams. So, uh,
0: so again, maybe I should, should have worded it differently. I buy what you're saying based off of the premise of what what the information is that's given. I just don't subscribe to the fact that you you bring a four team, a four team playoff, and 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 I always thought it was like when we first did the the, the, the championship series where you took the top two top two teams and they played for the national title. was like what if what if more than two teams go undefeated? Like when I was in school, we used to have those conversations. Like I wonder how that would work if if more than two teams go undefeated like an Alabama goes undefeated if we were able to go undefeated if if a you know a Florida State goes undefeated cuz they were like the top team one of the top teams if a big east team went undefeated like we ended up having Virginia Tech play Florida State in the national title my my last year in school we had those debates back then but now it just seemed more egregious to me it seemed more egregious. And listen, it's the last year that this is going to happen because they're expanding right. the field. So the debate well, is nolan and void we, we, anyway. We, but
2: no, we'll, we'll still debate about who which 12 teams get in and which ones don't. I, mean, I we'll, just
0: I just think this year for Florida State, that sucks I,
1: really bad. I looked that at sucks it. really bad. I looked at it like this. If Florida State wanted to get in, there was a process. and They had once, to beat
2: the crap out of Louisville, yes. and they looked
1: awful and once
2: they they looked awful
1: once alabama beat georgia it was over because you can't an sec champ was getting in and greg sankey was a blowhard on game day talking about well it's not the real world thinking an sec team wasn't going to get into the college football playoff they were always going to get in and once alabama beat georgia you couldn't put alabama in and leave texas out because they beat them head-to-head and that was it if i'm an acc team
0: i better start looking at the big 10 and the sec I, if you're anybody well, 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 else, you better start looking around.
2: Well, let me put it this way for you: if you look into the future, which teams currently are represented by what conference?
0: Yeah, big the the SEC and the Big Ten. That's right. Yeah, like you absolutely. literally
2: have current conference Washington members is going and yeah. future conference members from each. Absolutely. And, and look, I'm not saying that that necessarily played a role
0: in all this, but that's what it needs to be. Like, let's well, just stop playing around with it. Like, if you're not in one of those, if you're not in the SEC or the Big Ten, forget about it. Well. Get your create your own playoff. Create your own, <laughs>
2: and, and, and maybe they do. Maybe this, you know, maybe this like frustration actually leads to whatever it leads to. Yeah, you know, create your own the, the playoff realignment. I mean,
0: Delaware, Delaware just got their asses handed to them by Montana in in a playoff game at the major Division one level. How'd Kino play? Hey, he didn't play much. shots out to the D coordinator. No.
1: Oh. Yeah, anyway,
0: he could have did a little better I, than what they were doing, but they got their asses drug in, in a playoff game. That's, that's all I'm saying. There's playoffs in, in the college rankings and the ranks. Right. Well, and, and here's the
2: thing. Create Everyone a wants to look one. at comparative analysis of, well, the ACC this year, that conference, or the SEC versus other conferences. Like, we can do all that. Like I get it. The ACC was what six and four, I think, versus other oh, Power Five conference or versus the SEC in particular. And you know the SEC or the yeah the SEC was like seven and nine this year and their non conference. It's like I get it. We can do all of that. Like we can and, and and we can continue to moan and complain and say it's unfair, but at the end of the day, Florida State still had an opportunity. Their defense played great. Their offense didn't. And by the way, I don't even know that their defense played over. Louisville honestly played and looked so bad in that game offensively. Like, they're, they're, in particular, Jack Plumber did not play well. And I feel bad saying this. He's a college quarterback. But there were so many plays that were there to be made that weren't. That well, I, we're, I'm watching it with our crew, and I looked at everyone and said, this is going to hurt the perception of the ACC. Like, Louisville – and their offensive play, and you could say, oh, it's Jared Verse and the pressure. There was still, there was a fourth and one, easy dump off to the tight end, just get it over the defender, Michigan State defender, or excuse me, Florida State defender, and it would have been a first down big game. And, and barely clears the dude's like arm, gets knocked down, right? There's a, a few, the interception after the block punt. Just like inexcusable, like just kick the field goal on first down the way that game was going. I mean, there was time and time again there was opportunities where Louisville probably could have done more if they actually just could execute a little bit. And it wasn't like guys weren't open and stumbling over their feet or. I mean, it was unbelievable. It was an ugly, ugly game. I. I, Most experts
0: picked in the win.
2: It hurt the perception. It hurt the perception of i think florida state and the acc as a whole Bye. i would would
1: have been curious Bye-bye. to see had georgia beat bama and it came down to basically texas and florida state had florida state to brady's florida point, state would have got in if, if you think they straight up see, the I don't results think. being what they were i i still think i think so because they would have had to have looked impressive and they would have had to have looked dominant and that game was a rough watch man like the, look the big 10 championship game wasn't was all rough. that high either. A hide well, that was the other spot. thing.
2: Everyone wants to compare. Like, oh, look at Michigan's offense versus Iowa. I'm like, well, first off, it's a better defense. Like, if you really want to compare
0: Louisville's defense to Iowa. Iowa's defense Yeah. Iowa. gangsters, dog. Yeah. They'd be, they be trying to hold up for that, that whack-ass offense they'd be having. <laughs> they'd be holding up, for Charlie. <laughs> they gave people the blueprint. If I'm Alabama, that first half, they gave I'm, them the blueprint as to how you beat Michigan. I'm telling
2: you right now. Well, it's Alabama's odds to win plus two ten. I think the winner. Ah, uh, yeah, I think so. That's they the last might, time I saw. It. They It's, it's going to be Alabama Michigan. and Texas,
0: and in a rematch for the national championship. They might smoke Michigan because if they, you got better players on Alabama than you do on on Iowa, and they just they show And I, I was saying it when I was watching them play all year. Why, like, why are people not playing it the way that Iowa was playing it? When I was watching that game, like, all you got to do is set the point. Against Michigan, like why are people allowing themselves to get outflanked and and losing the running backs on the inside, and then they pop out on, on the outside? Like your backers yeah. has got to slide. And let me tell you something: <laughs> Iowa played that that mess to a T. They did man. to a T. It was so beautiful the way that they were filling in their gaps and and being where they were supposed to be, but. It's just not enough offense, man. Dude, think about the two touchdowns that were scored against them. One was off a punt return. return. Yeah.
2: The other one was off a, a arguable, you, know, you could make the case, it should have been an incomplete pass. And then even the way they stopped the play and on the sack, yeah, I guess you'd say fumble or the, the forced fumble, and, and Michigan recovering. I mean that's how they got fourteen of those points. And by the but, way,
1: that hustle play by uh, number four for number Iowa. Number four for Iowa. Name. That was incredible. Jesus, man. Like he literally yeah. was the first guy down and the guy to make the tackle too on a long punt return and saved a touchdown. Show your kids that one, man. Hey, by the way,
2: let me say this. If we man. if we clip this this stuff off, this conversation. And we don't put the whole thing in for Fox Sports Radio. I'm I'm (laughs) through with this stuff. Like because I know Lee and all the people (laughs) behind the scenes are going to try to clip off the most controversial part instead of incorporating the whole thing. Yeah, like incorporate the whole conversation. Lee and whoever clips (laughs) this crap off. Oh,
1: oh, oh, O'Reilly.
2: You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people.
1: Oh, 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 O'Reilly.
2: Auto Parts. It's Freddie prince Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff.